the following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I am all fired up today. The name of this show is The Great Societal Experiment, and I really want to talk from the heart. Now, this is a talk show, and you can call in at 1-866-472-5788. I'll give that number again in a minute if you want to get a pin. I do know that I see the stats, and many, many people uh, hear the show after the fact. They will hear it in the afternoon, or they will get it through the archives. If you want to share the show or hear it again, it is all archived at exploitedcrimes.com, exploitedcrimes.com. You just go in to listen, and uh, you can get the show. And what we didn't realize until recently, it has also a blog, what they call a blog with it, so that all the cases that I talk about are also right there, and you can access them and look at them. So again, if you do want to call in, that number is one 866 472 Well, I saw a case this week. Now, I live and breathe in this world. If you're new to this uh, particular show, my name is Opal Singleton, and I have spent the last 10 years of my life researching things on sex trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography. I live and breathe it. I look at just about every case out there, and I analyze them. The reason I look at them is because I train first responders, fire department, police department, and people like that, as well as many school officials and social workers and nurses and like that in how all of this works. You see, it's people say, well, I want to help. Well, I want you to help. But this is a changing crime, and if you're going to be into it, you really have to dedicate your life because it's a broad uh, subject, and things don't always say the same, especially if you're researching having to do with technology and exploitation. And that's what this particular show is all about. What do I mean by the great societal experiment? Well, what I am seeing here, and of course, most of you know, and and it is advertised on this show, I have a new book out called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. Next year will be the first year in all of history that the entire world will be connected by internet. And so it will change everything. But there's a lot more to it than the fact that it's just being connected by internet technologies are changing. They're becoming very, very sophisticated and very difficult for a parent or law enforcement to actually keep track of what a young person is doing. One of the things that I do is go into schools and I talk to young people all the time. 
that they must be the generation that is self-responsible and that will lead all future generations that is self-responsible. You see, one of the things about the experiment is that these technologies all came on us just kind of like rising water, if you will, around us. You know, remember MySpace and then Facebook, and now only 5% of Facebook users are under the age of 18 because they have gone on, the teenagers have gone on to more sophisticated and and uh, more interactive kind of thing. And we're just getting started, folks. We have entered the technology revolution years. And I'm going to tell you that we need to invest in preparing these generations, this generation, in literally how to handle this with with uh, respect and responsibility. It is absolutely, it is not optional. It is absolutely critical. Uh, It's amazing to me because I believe that is the most important investment that we can make in our society is for our children to understand how the internet is made, how good people use it, and how bad people use it. And very little is being done about that. I, Most of you know I am serious about raising the money for a documentary. I get up every day. I pray about it every 15 minutes. I am only 40000 short, and I'm going to find that money somewhere because we can no longer afford to be taking chances in this experiment. What I'm talking about with the experiment is as this technology becomes more and more complex, you, mom and dad, will not be able to keep your child safe, and we, law enforcement, cannot keep it safe. Now, I'm a civilian, but I report to law enforcement, and I I see the cases. I work with real cases. Uh, This is not some activist marching across the United States with a sign. We deal with real cases. And what I'm seeing here is that you have things such as encryption that is going to be a real challenge in the future for anyone to be able to protect a child. You have self-chosen encryption, but you also have encryption that goes out into technology. So what I mean by that is mom and dad, you'll see the message go in and the message come out, but you can't read the message. Because it's encrypted. Jeff Zuckerberg said that by the end of the year, all of their apps will be will offer encryption. So if a young person wants to take a chance on there, you won't be able to tell what's happening and they will end up paying the price. This is the subject of this conversation today because that means that All of these kids are going to be on their own if they take a risk. So it's that simple. Not just encryption. You have disappearing photos, disappearing video. Uh, You know, it's a a form of vaporware. Poof, it's gone kind of thing. Uh, You have things where uh, live streaming, if you're not there when it's going in and coming out, how do you know that your child is doing this? So all of this is bringing it to a point where we must teach our kids how to use it and how it's made and how to protect themselves. The problem that I see with this is that 
people get technology and they think of it as a game. They think of it as a social interaction. They don't realize the danger that is out there. It is like we're unable to perceive that who they're talking to and who is on the World Wide Web. Many of you have heard me say when I talk to kids, I'll, I'll say, who owns the internet? internet? No one. No one owns it. If no one owns it, is it private? No. If it's not private, why in the hell would anybody put a naked photo on it? And where do naked photos go when you hit send? You see, by putting people out in a universe that we don't explain to them how it's made, nobody is able to perceive who all is out there and what can happen. You know, we think like U.S. citizens, we think we have a right to privacy. You do not have a right to privacy on the World Wide Web. It is not the U.S. web. It is the World Wide Web. And absolutely nothing on the Internet is private. In fact, if you've heard me speak at all, and if you're following this, you very likely have, you know, one of the things that, that we talk about is that how the Internet is made, how there's a clear web and a, and a deep web and a dark web, and how pedophiles meet in the clear web for the purpose of finding like fetishes, finding like interests, and then they go in the dark web and they build large-scale communities of child pornographers. And they buy, sell, trade, and drool over pictures of two-year-olds being violated, of 14-year-olds that are being duped, and those are both boys and girls. By the way, more boys are exploited through social media exploitation through sextortion than girls. And I have been saying that for a long time. And uh, that partly has to do with online video gaming and how quickly they can be tricked. So one of the things that we really need to do before we hand a child a phone is give them a course on how the Internet is made and how it works and why it works the way it works and, uh, you know, and, and get them to understand um, that's an interesting idea. I've never really uh, approached. What if I could get uh, uh, Apple to help me create a 10-minute uh, course on how it's used and how it can be used good and bad? And before anyone under the age of 15 gets a phone, they have to pass the test. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. But, you know, it's a nice idea. The interesting thing, this is why I call it the Great Societal Experiment, where all else in the world would we give a person this much latitude, this much responsibility, this much exposure to danger without educating them first? How, where on earth does that happen? It's an interesting thing because we are, the, the reason this, and we'll go into this in the next section, is we're putting seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old kids on the Internet without helping them understand how it works. It, it Basically, it is no more than you just be careful on that thing now. Uh, I mean, careful. Are you kidding? They do not have adult reasoning. They're un- they give, we give them almost no education, and they're unable to perceive the world they've just walked into. And nobody that I can see is actually trying to describe it to them. 
and even checking to see if they're mature enough to understand the world they're in. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are starting to come up against that break, so I'm going to ask you to stay with me, and uh, we're going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child's safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the great societal experiment. So let me tell you what started me down this path and why this is so important to me. I look at a lot of cases, and most of them, you know, I'm pretty hardcore. I can deal with it. But I read a case this week that was on the Million Kids Facebook page. And by the way, if you don't follow Million Kids on Facebook, please do that. I am not a fan of Facebook, but this is a quality use of Facebook. If you just go to Facebook, find Million Kids, hit like, you will see these cases and you can learn from these cases all about the latest technologies like TikTok and and we're going to talk about that again as we get through this particular show. But uh, I'm reading this case and it's on the uh, on our site so that you can read it yourself if you want to. The headline is Batavia, that is B-A-T-A-V-I-A. I believe that's a town in Ohio. Batavia man sentenced to 30 years in globe-spanning child pornography case. So this is the case of Richard DeVito. And uh, I don't know how old he was. I think he's like 32. I mean, I think he's 35. Anyway, uh, so as I read this case, I just... Uh, I just really don't know quite how to respond to it. It's um, He got 30 years in prison. He's 35 years old. He tried to convince the judge that he deserved a lesser sentence because he had merely been sexting with girls. Now, here's the deal. The girls he was sexting with, sexting means that he's sending sexual texts. It's a combination of the word sex and text. But the girls were 8 to 12 years old that he met on a popular site called Musical.ly and Uvu. Now, Uvu no longer is in business, and Musical.ly was bought by TikTok. And we're going to talk about that throughout the rest of the show. TikTok is now the world's most downloaded app. Literally, in six months, it became the world's most downloaded app. It's a Chinese company that bought Musical.ly. And what you do on TikTok is you basically go on and you make a 15-second video and you try to go viral. And so uh, let me just talk about that for a minute right now so you understand the the seriousness of this. Um, Few parents know of TikTok and almost all the kids know. Now, again, an app is not good or bad. It's an innate object. You, You can use it for good. You can use it for bad. I'm on TikTok. It's, um, you know, I get the little animal ones. They're kind of cute, the little kittens and dogs that everybody wants to show off. But you can get on the ones for the little children and like that. When you sign up, your profile is either on or off. Now, I have heard so many parents lately go, well, my daughter says she's on it, but she says she only talks to people she knows. That is impossible on TikTok. TikTok is the world's uh, fastest growing app, but it is an app that is mass audience live streaming, and it will completely change how our kids communicate. And this is why I want a documentary so I can train people about this. 
what what is happening, for instance, you do Instagram or Facebook or one of those, you can be just with people you know. But TikTok, you don't have the ability to do that. What happens is your profile is either on or off, uh, and you make a 15-second video with the idea of going viral. Well, you can't go viral if you only send it to people you know, and you don't have a way of just sending it to people you know. The purpose of TikTok is to go viral. So you are on the World Wide Web. This is why my book is called A World Without Borders, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders. You go on, you make your video, you send it out. It is geo-based. If you made that in your bedroom, they know where you live. And it is connected to your text on your mobile phone. So these people that are receiving your, your video out there, and all they have to do is sign up and wait, then they can text back to your child. And if you don't understand how an app works, mom and dad, for God's sake, do not put your nine-year-old child on it. In my opinion, would you ever put a child on anything that you had not totally researched and understand how it works? There is no such thing as private on TikTok. Now, yeah, okay, there is, but you can't go viral if you're private, so why? Why would you even be on there if you're private? So they know where you live, they have your profile, and they can text back to you. And on top of it, you know, your child in many of these videos is freeze-framing their face so that they can distort their facial images, but that means that Chinese company also is recording your child's facial image in there, and it's called artificial intelligence. So if you don't know how TikTok works, please, mom and dad, do not put your child on it. You literally are putting your child on the World Wide Web. And that is what is happening here. Now, this happened before TikTok bought Musical.ly. But Musical.ly is the same kind of thing. So here's a guy. He's 35. And what he's doing is he's meeting girls on Musical.ly who are 8 to 12 years old. Now, I want to take you through this case because this, this, I say to myself, whenever I read a case like this, I say, Dear God, please help me raise the money for a documentary that we can educate our kids. Because the reason I call it the great societal experiment is that we are handing our kids and putting our kids on the worldwide web without, number one, the parent understanding the danger, and number two, without explaining the environment to the child, without explaining the app to the child, and that is making our child available to not just one or two or five pedophiles, but tens of thousands of pedophiles, and they do not have cognitive reasoning. Think about these victims, 8 to 12 years old. How much adult reasoning do they have? Would you take your 8-year-old down to a strip club and walk her through and say, now you tell me, honey, which ones of these you think is going to be a pedophile? You would not do that. and But you will put them on the World Wide Web believing that they have adult reasoning enough to understand which one's a good guy and which one's a pedophile. 
And on top of that, this is taking place before they have any kind of sexual experience, hopefully. And so the problem with that is their first sexual encounter is going to be a virtual sexual encounter, and it will not be a healthy sexual encounter. I guarantee it. In fact, one of the things I often say is, Why on earth would you put a child on a cell phone before you have a sex talk with them? You give them a cell phone, but you say, well, they're not really old enough to have the sex talk. If you put a child on a phone before they've had the sex talk with them, somebody else is going to teach them about sex and you're not going to like it. And quite frankly, mom and dad, it will destroy their lives forever. It will change their sexual identity, and it will change their self-identity, their self-worth identity. And that is the problem with this. So, what happens here? DeVito pretended to be a 13-year-old in order to meet an 8-year-old from Texas online. The girl's mother had purchased her an Apple iPod in a few weeks earlier. This is what I mean by great societal experiment. This little girl is 8. And now she is on the World Wide Web. Does she know what that is? Does she know? How does she? Who equips her to tell whether who she's going to meet up is going to want good for her or not? And how much is she able to make that decision? So the great societal experiment is not with the child. It's really with the parent. I know that's hard to hear, but I don't know what else to say. A parent took a child and put her out on the World Wide Web where she is going to be accessed. Musical.ly was the forerunner to TikTok. You make a video and you want to be famous. So what do you have? An eight-year-old who's looking for attention, approval, affection, endorsement, somebody to tell her she's going to be famous, that she's very good at what she does, that she's very pretty. And she does not have any kind of skill set to know if this guy wants bad for her or good. And so we are handing them a device. I, I keep saying it's a little bit like letting your child play on a freeway and they get out there and they get ran over by a car. And mom and dad blames the pavement. That is that is in essence what is happening here. Mom gets her an iPod and hands her something that is very much an adult device and gives her absolutely no understanding of the world she lives in, and guess what? She gets violated. So how on earth could this go wrong? A thousand ways to Sunday. You know, this is just insane that we are doing this to our children and then blaming the app. You're supposed to be at least 12 on that app, and even then, that's not old enough. This is Opal Singleton. The show has exploited crimes against humanity. We are up against that break, so stay with us. We're going to be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the case of Richard DeVito. He pretended to be a 13-year-old. He's actually 35. He lives in Ohio, but he actually did this all across the United States and to some victims in Australia. And I just kind of want to point that out because it is not uncommon for people in another country to be able to access your child and seduce them. It is now, as I said in the book, societal shift, a world without borders, a home without walls. So DeVito here, he's 35, and he pretended to be 13 years old to meet an 8-year-old girl from Texas. So he's from Ohio, she's from Texas. Now here's what I want you to see, and this is why I call it the Great Societal Experiment. This little girl got an iPod from her mom. She's eight. So quite frankly, I'm holding that mom responsible. This is ridiculous when you read this case. He exchanged 2,400 messages with the girl in one month. 
Let me say that again, 2,400 messages exchanged. Now, if there's 30 days in a month and there's 2,400, that's 80 a day. How does an eight-year-old get enough privacy from her mother to exchange 80 messages a day with the 35-year-old? Where in the heck does this go? He also used Uvu Live video chat. Now, what is that? It's a little bit like Skype, only that, yeah, and or Omegle or some of those others. Uh, Uvu Live is no longer available. But we lost many kids on Uvu and on Kik, K I K. Fortunately, that's last year's news. But Kik was an instant messaging app where you could just meet up and talk to a stranger. And many, many kids did. I did a survey at a high school, oh, probably three years ago. And in that school at that time, 80% of the kids had kick, 80% had received a message from a stranger, 50% of them had talked back to the stranger, and three of them went out and met that stranger. So uh, that is old news now. Kick, fortunately, is starting to be kind of obsolete and being replaced by all this new stuff like TikTok. And so kids always want the latest whiz-bang thing, and kick is kind of you know, old technology. But think about what I'm just saying here with this little girl. On average, 80 messages a day with a 35-year-old, and she's live chatting with him through real-time video conference calling, in which he showed the girl pornography and asked her to engage in sexually explicit conduct. Okay, he's 35, but he's probably putting up photos So that she thinks, I mean, you know, an eight-year-old does not have enough, um, I can't think of any other term but cognitive reasoning. She does not have the ability to dissect the situation and make an, an adult judgment because she is a little girl. And she does not have the mental capacity or the physical capacity to figure it out. So you say to yourself, and in this case, he had 40 victims. And they were 8 to to 12 years old. They don't even know how to masturbate. They don't quite understand what sex is. You know, most of them have never had enough sexual experience to understand. So how does a creep like this get a little kid to do sex acts and film it? He shows them photos of other little kids that are doing sex acts. And in this case, you will see at one point there's even a sex act with a family dog. This gets downright disgusting, what is going on with this little girl and in there. And now she's communicating with this guy, and he's probably put a picture up there. And so he's showing her what to do. And so she does it. Now, I want you to understand what's happening. This girl does not have any understanding of adult sex and understanding what sex should be and how it works and that it's to be between a man and a woman and that they are to be consensual and considerate. And it is an adult activity that is being put on this eight-year-old and she is doing this because her mom has put her on the World Wide Web And she wants approval, 
And so she's talking to this guy live streaming. I say to myself, as I look through this, what happened here is that she's talking to him on Uvu. This provided Mr. DeVito with the opportunity to scream capture or record live sexual exploitation. Get this, folks. In total, the FBI found 67 videos and over 1,700 images of this one eight-year-old victim. This is why this case is on this show. I want you to get this picture here. If this is not enough to turn your stomach upside down, in my opinion, someone needs to hold this parent responsible. This is child sexual abuse, and that parent made her child available. If you have enough time as an eight-year-old to get recorded 67 videos, 1,700 photos, and literally 2,400 messages in one month, where the hell is mom and dad? And if you're going to buy them an iPod, you better be there because you are responsible. This is a crazy deal that is going on. And this is why I call it a great societal experiment. Now, this isn't the only victim. We're going to keep talking here. But what I want you to see here is what is going on. We, the, the reason why this is so important to me is, you know, I fly, I, I, um, I travel, I go different places, I'm out in public, I go to restaurants. Everywhere you look are little kids on cell phones on those little tablets, on those little iPods. And they don't know if they're connected to the Internet or not. They don't know what the Internet is. They don't understand when it's connected and when it isn't. And if that's the case, the only way an 8-year-old can get something like this is if a parent is involved. And I say you're the parent. And just because it's technology does not mean that you're not involved in this. You know, you can blame the app if you want to, but who put the child on the app? These are not toys, and this is the part that I'm talking about, about this societal experiment, because more and more and more we are seeing little children on these devices, and nobody is talking about what is going on here. We must educate the public that being on the World Wide Web needs to be an adult activity in order to be able to have adult judgment. Otherwise, your little child is going to get burned, and that is how it goes about happening. I'll keep reading here. The girl's mother discovered the communication and warned DeVito, but he kept communicating with other girls until the night before the FBI executed the search warrant. So she finally figures it out. She doesn't go to the police You know, but she does warn the guy on here. Listen to this mother. I I cannot believe this. I know I'm being very, very hard on Mon, but where did she get the device? The mother says, the pictures were captured in my daughter's bedroom in a place that we were convinced was safe. If you put an iPod in an eight-year-old's bedroom, mom and dad, you took all the locks off the door. You opened all the windows and all the doors, and you put a big come get me sign out there on the World Wide Web. How on earth? This is why the book is called A Home Without Walls, you know, because 87% of kids sleep with their phone. 
That means at 3 o'clock in the morning in their underwear in their most vulnerable part, here comes a pedophile right between the sheets going, Hi, I'm here, you're cute, and I want to get acquainted. And who put that iPod in that child's bed? A child who is 8 years old is not an adult. They do not make adult judgments, and we cannot afford to hand them an adult device, especially one where they have enough time to send 2,400 messages and do 67 videos and 1,700 photos and be live streaming. God only knows how many times because the live streaming probably in some cases wasn't captured on there. So here's mom going, well, you know, I the girls are – they. The photos were captured in my daughter's bedroom in a place where we were convinced was safe. you got to be kidding. She said somehow things went from making dorky lip-syncing videos to something beyond my comprehension. I never saw it coming. He broke into our safe zone, and he manipulated our girls, and he stole their innocence. He did not break into their safe zone. You put them on the World Wide Web. This is the great societal experiment that's going on here. Yeah. That that pedophile could never have broke into that daughter's room had you not handed him the key. This is kind of a crazy thing. We say we say don't take candy from strangers, and yet we hand the kids the device that can reach the candy throughout the entire world, and the entire world can reach our children. Now, I'm sure that this is not a bad mom. I I know I've been pretty hard on her. But this is an uninformed mom. This is a mom who does not understand the Internet herself. She does not understand musically. She does not understand Uvu. And she has made a decision to hand a device that makes all of that available. Had that tablet not been available to that girl, which is an adult device, Had that not been available, then nobody could have accessed her in their bedroom. It is the parents in this case that are handing the keys to the kingdom of their little kids long before their little kid is old enough to understand the world they're living in. So that's why I call it a societal experiment. In what other world would we do this? I am convinced this is not a bad mom. I am convinced of that. But it is a mom who does not understand the impact of the decision she's making. And in this case, her little girl is paying the price. And we can't blame the app. We can't even blame Mr. DeVito per se. Because when you put a child on the World Wide Web, you need to know right then and there, there are tens of thousands of Mr. DeVitos out there. And they will find a way to your child. This is Opal Singleton and Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are going to take a break here. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. I want to finish this case of Mr. Richard DeVito. He was a manufacturing materials manager. He was married. He had a young daughter of his own. 
And he's in court pleading for mercy, saying he didn't really understand the impact of what he was doing. Well, you know, that sounds like, I mean, it makes you want to throw up, quite frankly. But but still, the world is not acknowledging the impact of this particular crime. Think about this. He had, before it was over, he had over 40 victims. And every one of those kids will never be the same. If you get sexually violated in this kind of thing, it is, uh, I, I have a whole chapter about this in my new book, Societal Shift. It is a phantom relationship. Think about this. These kids think they're talking to a, what, a 13-year-old boy. And so they're willing to do this. But when they get tricked and they get uh, shamed and embarrassed and like that, there is nobody in the room to blame at that point. In other words, if you're eight years old or 10 years old and Uncle Joe violates you, you can blame Uncle Joe. He's a pedophile. But in this case, first of all, the perpetrators will always tell you that they had no idea the damage they were causing to a victim, which is bull, number one. And number two, that the, our society is not recognizing the impact on this. Do you know that there is a, a study out there that 9,000 kids a day are sending a naked photo and 58% of them are going out to meet their pedophile? This does not have to happen. That's why I want to make a documentary. This is absolutely tragic, this case, because 40 kids based on one guy will never be the same. So let me tell you where this went out. He sought out and befriended children, this is the court case, through social media applications and tricked and lied to them about his identity. Once inside their homes through the Internet, he began grooming them for sexual exploitation. Now, first of all, did you get what I just said in there? This is taking place inside their home. There is no one in there to blame. They are masturbating themselves, filming it, and sending it off. And now they are being humiliated and shamed before they ever go through puberty. And this is taking place in their home. Now, the parent is the one that's saying, he came into our home. No, he didn't. You gave him the key to their bedroom is what happened in there. But get this, what the judge is saying or the attorney. Only time will tell how widely the videos of their abuse will be spread to other predators on the Internet. Do you get what I'm saying? This is why it's the great societal experiment. Parents and kids do not seem to realize that when a naked photo goes out there, it doesn't just go to the pedophile. These are large-scale pedophile rings who get a great deal of pleasure on having the largest uh, libraries of naked and violated kids and their their photos. And this photos, these all of these photos that this kid made, I guarantee you are being bought, sold, traded, and drooled over by creepy creeps in the dark net and they are be and they will be out there forever. FBI discovered thirteen hundred pages of chats that DeVito had with young girls Under certain names, he instructed his victims how to masturbate, encouraged them to perform sex acts with other children. So not just the 40, there are more children with other family members and in one case, a family dog. He told them to insert objects into their bodies and he pretended to be 13-year-olds when he engaged in explicit sexual chats and live FaceTime with his victims on there. 
He preyed on their curiosity by using pornography to normalize and introduce them to sexual behavior. So what is happening here is just abominable. But what I want you to see is this is not a one-off. This is not like one time, this guy's a creep, okay, he had 40 victims. This is happening 9,000 times a day, every day, and we are pretending this is not happening. And I am just about to go crazy trying to find a way to raise the money to make a documentary. This does not have to happen. You know, I don't think the mom's a bad mom, but she's an uninformed mom. And I think that no child should be given a video, a, a, a phone until they have set through a video to understand how all of this works so that they can make adult decisions. And if they're not old enough to make adult decisions, then let's do not unlock the key to their bedroom, the, the lock to their bedroom, and put them out on the World Wide Web where tens of thousands of pedophiles can have their way with them. My name is Opal Singleton, and if you want to get involved in this, if you want to help us raise the money for a documentary, if you want to share this show with everybody, you can follow me. You can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. You can uh, go on Facebook and like us and send me a Facebook message if you want to. You can literally follow us at mankids.org or exploitedcrimes.com where all these shows are. If you want to donate and support this show and all of this education activity, I'm going to tell you that I, every 15 minutes, pray to God, you know, thank you for the people who provide us the funding to make this happen. You can do that by going to www.millionkids.org. That is www.million, million kids, K-I-D-S, dot org. This is just insane. It is, in fact, the greatest societal experiment of all time. Every day of our lives, we are losing over 9,000 kids a day that are being sextorted, and 58% of them go out and meet up with their pedophile. This cannot continue to happen, and all of us pretending it's not happening. When you hand a nine-year-old a cell phone, you are literally unlocking their bedroom door and making them available to tens of thousands of pedophiles on the World Wide Web. So mom and dad, if you don't buy that device, they won't be available. Never give your kid a cell phone till you're ready to give them the sex talk and they're old enough to understand what it's all about. This is Opal Singleton. Thank you for listening. We hope you'll share the show with everyone you know, and we will talk to you next Thursday morning. Have a great week, folks. 